Sam. Yes. I don't know whether to thank you or to unfriend you in real life for introducing me to This Is Us. Mm. Okay. So I did start watching it. Yeah. I'm I'm only like I'm on the third episode in the middle of the third episode from. You're season not to the crockpot episode, are you? <laughs> no way, no way. But I do want to say this. Yeah. For anybody who's current and up to date on this show, and I know a little bit about the crockpot, that crockpot is in the in the first scene, first shot of the second episode of season one. They start scanning the whole kitchen. Really? It is in the scene. Okay, a little so, foreshadowing there. Okay, because I didn't. Well, I mean, no one would have known at that right. point. Um. It is really, I feel you now, I understand you now. I was watching at the end of the second episode of season one, I walked out of the bedroom. Murphy's at the at the table on his laptop. And what was I doing? I was she holding, was holding my stomach. She's like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm like, What's physical. going on, Jody? Are you okay? I'm very physical in my reactions. I felt like I needed to hold my insides in. I'm walking down the hall going, oh my God. Oh my God! Holding my stomach. But I said, but you're not crying. But she said, <laughs> it still was a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah I don't. I haven't cried yet. Yeah. Um. But I've the, laughed. Well, so thank the, goodness. The thing I the the first season I just remember it was like they'd always pick you up and get you going, and in like the last five minutes, right? Pull the carpet out from under you. On our Facebook page, um, Lori says every show has a hook. Be prepared. Yeah. And I'm feeling that now. Yeah. People that you think you don't gonna you're, you're not gonna like you love. They twist it, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, there's that layer. There, the only thing that's missing right now is there's an empty seat next to Jody when watching the show. That's okay. It I should really, be occupied by me. I really don't think this is your jam. <laughs> Are you really? Even now that you're into it, you don't think I would like this show? No, Murphy. No, I don't think that you would. It's is it way that he too heavy. He won't like it, or you don't want him watching it? I don't you? want him watching it because I don't need him in tears. But number <laughs> two, I really know you, and I don't think it's your jam. After a while, you'd be like, oh, too well, heavy. So in terms of that's depth, okay. how does it compare, say, to Fuller House? Not the same thing? I don't know. I don't watch Fuller House. <laughs> So Laura called a little while ago asking about you know, crickets and the crickets we're having to buy for the bearded dragons and all that. And her experience, of course, is you go to the pet store and if you order 200 crickets, that's what you get. They're yeah. counting that precisely. If 200. they've got them. My trouble yeah. has been, man, I'm sorry, we're out of crickets today. So I'm like, oh, no. And we're about three months into managing these bearded dragons. And I, sometimes I wonder if we're really equipped to do this the right we way. Are. I feel so inexperienced. Here's the latest problem. You know, I mean, crickets... I've been ordering them in bulk because they're a little less expensive that way. The last time we ordered 500, actually, the 500 arrived. I had no problem. Remember I was telling you about the cricket dizzying thing? Yeah, make them dizzy. That, that worked like a charm, man. Spit I got them in them. a circle before you put them in the cricket keeper. And I, it, I Actually, I'd put them in the refrigerator for about 10 minutes, too, which does slow them down also. Right. So Double I, whammy Murphy over here. I did not lose the first of 500 crickets. Victory! That's what I think, anyway. Mm-hmm. So I put them in the cricket keeper, and of course you have to give them the cricket food. See, this what blows me away is the fact that, okay, you're buying crickets to feed the bearded dragons, but then you have to buy food to feed the crickets who are feeding (laughs) the bearded dragons. It's a food chain. Yeah. Yeah, It's a food chain. You know what they call that? Gut loading. Gut loading. (laughs) For the crickets? Yeah. You need to gut load these crickets. Right. Do you mean feed them? Okay. Um, So so anyway, yeah, because I mean, they've got to... They've got to survive for one thing, right. which that is the latest problem that we're having. Of this 500, so yeah. um, probably somewhere around 100, I think, died. And it began, uh. became evident because the cricket keeper began to smell. First time since we've had the cricket keeper, it's been a problem. 
So, As the crickets get bigger and the beardies get bigger, the crickets are going to stink, even if they're yeah. alive and well and gut loaded. So what we <laughs> what we're actually doing now is feeding more <laughs> mealworms because they don't stink. Mealworms. This is great breakfast conversation. Yeah, I guess so, isn't it? Gut-loaded mealworms. The real good news here is, as they get older, they need less protein and more salad. Last night, we gave them mustard greens and carrots, and guess Ah. what? Yum, 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 yum. Yeah, and that is good news. Of course, the third alternative is the one we've not tried, which are the dubia roaches. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah. Which I I inadvertently call them Dubai roaches, but that's not what they are. (laughs) Don't forget about the pinky mice. We could could buy little mice. That grosses me out so much. We're not doing that, though. Real mice? We haven't showed you that, Sam. That's they, for when they're it. big. I don't even know what our pinky mouse really is. You can Google it if I you want did, to. I did. I did, unfortunately. It's disgusting. Just, yeah, it's disturbing. Ugh. Sorry. <laughs> how, how many crickets have you gotten over the three months? Oh, I haven't done that math. Oh, I should go back and try to add it up. Uh, you know, now, the number that stayed alive is going to be a little bit less than okay. the total number we bought. Sam is back in his late night routine again. Everybody get up. The basketball one, that is. Yeah. <laughs> The legal one. <laughs> okay, so what were you accused of? You played okay. basketball last night with your son's rec team. Right. And um, Did you play? I am. A, I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm a little achy this morning walking You're, around. I'm having trouble turning my head. You're walking like an ogre. Um, and my bit. elbow, uh, does it have a bruise on it? It oh. just looks red. Uh, it's not a bruise. Yeah. yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I'm a little achy today because um, I got knocked down. I drew a charge. Jody, you, you're a basketball person. Sorry, Murphy. Yeah. Uh, but you know what drawing the charge means, right? Yes. Um, Letting the screen. You're, you're stopping there, and then the offensive guy runs into you, and the foul's on him because you were stopped and planted. We called it setting a screen. I never yeah, heard the so charge. I but. was, um, and the thing is, I wasn't firmly planted. I was still backpedaling, trying yeah. to get away from the guy. Oh, yeah. And he ran over me. Of course he did. And it was like a two-second fall that lasted mm. about four minutes in my head. Because oh, oh. it was like, whoa. <laughs> and all I'm I was sorry. thinking of is, because I kept backpedaling and backpedaling going down, just don't hit your head. And I wound up hitting my elbows and cracking into my ribs yeah. and back. Everything hit the ground. You decide and to do that. You're, you, you're agreeing that you might go down. Now, you are. And so Sammy goes to help me up. And he says, oh, that's cool, man. The guy got charged for a foul because I'm thinking I was going to be the one that was charged, you know, for the foul because I blocked the dude. Right. No. They said I was planted and I went down. And the guy says, oh, man, he was just flopping there. You fell for that flop. And I was like, flopping? I wasn't flopping. I was falling for my life. You know, you, you know the flopping where you do, you do the fake, yeah. whoa, I'm fell, oh. Right. No, I just got up and hobbled over to the bench and somebody took my place. Oh, wow. Yeah, accusing me of flopping. I mean, really. Welcome to the game. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's getting serious now. Well, guys- how long did you continue screaming? Ow! <laughs> 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 oh, oh. Did you guys win? Yeah, we were undefeated this season Nice. So there you go. Yeah. Even, with, for- even with you flopping on the floor. That's I've great, I've had some uh, good uh, rebounding defensive stuff, but I have not made a basket yet. I've missed about five or six. They, they give it to me, and it's like, shoot, and you feel like you're that little kid that everybody wants to make the basket. Yeah. And so everybody watches, and I shoot, and it goes off to the side. And you got to like, keep trying. It's going to happen. Why did we give it to him? <laughs> so what was your first summer job, or what do you have your kids done as a summer job? Eight, look, I'm, we're already planning that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I know it's say, in know, February. It sounds early, but yeah. It sounds early, but with every passing year, I start planning summer stuff earlier, so I'm on it. Mm-hmm. I learned that the hard you way. Know, I got rejected two summers in a row by one of the pizza delivery places. Sam, you know, I thought kid? they took everybody. 
Maybe they were full. Oh, wait, wait. Did they give you reasons? <laughs> no, I just, you know. They sure, thanks for the, uh, the application. Uh, if you don't hear from us, give us a call back. And you call back. I said, uh, no, uh, we don't need you. Thank you. Wow. Ouch. Yeah. Well, it Maybe probably didn't they like were your full. car. And that's why I am where I am today. Yay. <laughs> okay, 877-310-4675, your first summer jobs. Hey. Hi, my name's Angie, and I have four children, and all of them up to baseball games. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And they start them at 13 years old. Ah. And my oldest, Sammy, one of his uh, summer jobs, because, I mean, he grew up playing baseball, played t- tournament ball and all that stuff. So one summer he decided to be an ump. Right. And he loved umping. because, And it was funny because he had played baseball for so long, if the parents would start yelling, it's like, okay, this kid's played for 12 years. He uh-huh. knows the rules better than you, so sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Except you didn't exactly. actually say that. Well, yeah. no, he didn't, but I mean. <laughs> yeah. But yes, I have all four of my children started when they were 13, and they umped. Um, the oldest one actually umped until he left, and even when he went to college, he came back and he was the head up for a couple of years. Oh, that's fun. And then the other ones all up several years. So they all enjoyed it. And there's not many places that, back then, they were paying $6 an hour, and that was, I mean, mm-hmm. $6 a game. Working a 13-year-old go and make $6 no a way. game. Yeah. It's interesting that I you say that now and Sam one. telling his story about, about Sammy because it would be really good if it was something that she's interested in more so than just volunteer here or right. there. Um, and she is exactly. way, she's a theater kid. She wants to be on stage. Okay. I'm sure there's some theater camps where she could, for younger kids, where she could probably, you know, volunteer. An option for kids that, that enjoy doing that. No kidding. Yeah. Thank you, Angie. We appreciate the call. Who's on the way next, David? Well, next we have Tiffany, and she can't wait to share her first summer job with you guys. So Jody does have a good idea, getting ahead of the game here, you know, before you know it, kids will be out of school in a few months. But now's the time to start planning if it's going to be first summer job time. Or camps or whatever you're planning. Yeah. Yeah. So share yours with us, 877-310-4MSJ. You know, what your kids are going to do or what was your first summer job. Got Tiffany hanging on. I love your name, Tiffany. I feel like I I know you. You do. (laughs) Well, you do. Yes. (laughs) So what's up? I'm calling because when when I was 14, my very first summer job Mm -hmm. was picking up trash at an amusement park. Uh We actually called ourselves, it's actually called Ecology. Uh Um, (laughs) It's better the environment. Yes. And it was fantastic. Because I'm sure not all 14-year-old girls want to we trash, no. but it taught me a lot of life lessons to be more respectful of the environment and um, to put trash where it belongs, and yeah. I'm a teacher now, and I always make sure my students clean up after themselves and throw trash where it belongs, and yeah. um, it's something that has stayed with me my entire life. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think all kids should have to do that. Yeah, that's a great thought and idea. Oh, my what? gosh. Yes, and then I graduated later on. I worked there nine summers. It wow. Was, and um, everybody at that amusement park had to start off in the ecology crew area. Right. And I think it was great because um, it gave us more of a respect mm-hmm. for the park and to yes. make sure that things were neat and tidy and clean. And, right. Um, and I think it's great for kids. You know, to, no kidding. If, not, if they don't have an amusement park, maybe get a job where they're having to protect the environment or clean up trash so that they right. are more understanding of their own actions. I can see how that would stay with you because now you probably, if you walk through an, an area like that, an amusement park or whatever, you notice. It's mm-hmm. in oh, your... I notice cigarette butts. I notice... <laughs> right. 
Well, thank you, Tiffany. It's um, good to hear from you. Call us anytime, okay? Oh, thank you. I love you all. Thank you. We love hearing from you. Yeah, an amusement park is one of those you, you have to constantly clean, too. Oh, yeah. Think about it just like yeah. when you're at Disney or any other theme park like there's that. There's always somebody. There's always somebody who's having to exactly and keep right, it looking so. right. So. All right, 877-310-4675. We love hearing from you. And coming up next hour, Sam is spending way too much money trying to get one date. One date. Yeah, Tell me about it. it. That's uh, next hour. <laughs> okay, right now, loving this this week to hear from you about your first job ever or the best summer jobs. Like these conversations and ideas just, I think, help any you know young person who's trying to figure out what's the first job, right? right? 877-310-4MSJ. What was yours, Allison? A lifeguard, actually. Yes. Nice. Cool. That's On good. a beach and then at a YMCA. Yeah, and did you go through training and all that? I did. At first, it doesn't seem like it's worth the certification, but it definitely pays itself off. Oh, yeah. Did you ever have to save anybody or just step in? I did. I have 50 saves underneath my belt. Wow. Like adults or little kids or who did you save? Adults and children. um, One time a toddler, but mainly adults and very few children. And this was your first job. (laughs) That's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Hardest, what's the hardest part of it? Staying focused and awake, yeah. I believe. Yeah. The elements can get to you, like the sun, the wind, yeah. um, the smells. So the hardest part is like making sure you stay hydrated, focused, and awake. Mm-hmm. No kidding. So what do you do now? I am a security guard. Oh, wow. Mm. Lifeguard Ooh. to security guard. Mm-hmm. That is your yeah. calling, to watch out for others, huh? Um, Kind of. <laughs> yeah. And that probably kind of bleeds over into your life like you're all you can you you can't help but being on guard even if you're at coffee with friends right uh exactly i know that um when i was in college there would be a couple times i go out with friends and i'd see like kids running and i immediately went back into my lifeguard mode going don't run yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, you're no fun you can't well (laughs) you can't help it it's part of your dna and that's good it gives you things to look you know you know what to look out for yeah. yeah. Thank you, Allison. And so you see, I mean, being alert and staying awake, that's an important part of being a security guard. Yeah. Totally. Although the, the, the opposite is made for some great plots and movies over the years. <laughs> Paul, Paul Blart. Blart. Okay, look, we love hearing about your first job or what are the best summer jobs. Uh, idea starters for young people, 877-310-4675. Coming up next, the family-friendly box office review. Yeah, two new movies opening up mm-hmm. I want to tell you about. One of them is a spy movie with a lady you love, Sam. And Bruce Willis is back defending his family in a way that we like a lot. And we uh, know that your day is busy, so if you ever miss anything, you can always catch up on everything in the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. It's free to subscribe to, and you also get the little bonus episode we do every day called After the Show. You know, for example, if you missed Jody and I and and our gift exchange, although you know what's funny about it, Jody? I think it's kind of... They're the common. It's a common theme. I gave you a lovely candle holder, and you gave me a, a diffuser. <laughs> home stuff, <laughs> like it was, baby. Yeah, it was like home furnishing what, night. Uh, what that scent place. are you going to go with first, Murphy? Um, there's one called clean thinking. No, no, clear, clear thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you Sounds need like it. We need, I need it. to work on the clean thinking too. But yeah. and we're also going to try a pine meets a lemon or lavender or something like that because I've heard it's great for if you have pets. Are you gonna, we, you're going to mix oils or I'm, it actually comes that way? No, I'm going to drop one and drop another. Ah. I'm going to yeah. I've been looking up yeah. some recipes for pet owners that would be good. We've we got 
five dogs in the house. Yeah. You need some help. Yeah. We've been I a little mean, self-conscious about that. And plus, recently, Ashley's had one of those issues where she's dragging herself, okay, you know what I mean, right? That's Two front legs and kind of, you private. know. Private. What's her private business? I know that. <laughs> what is, well, I'm sure Ashley's not going to be upset you're talking what is about the, it. What's the medicine called that you bought for it? <laughs> I got some names for you. Know, you. <laughs> you're going to love this name. What's it called? It's, it's called Glandex. <laughs> Glandex. Doesn't that sound wonderful? Glands. From the makers of Windex. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I put the wrong thing on. <laughs> Stop. So, I'm sorry, oh. I'm not making fun of her. Okay. Oh. She's our you have to put it on lady. with your hand? No, it's a chew. Okay, good. It goes in the other way. <laughs> yeah, it works from the other side. <laughs> Break out the gloves. <laughs> I uh, rolled over to Home Depot once again. Oh, Sam, you looking for her? I'm looking the for cashier? her. And this is a serious. Yeah. The, the cashier this, whose name I don't know, and I should have asked. If see, most people go actually shopping for home improvement supplies. Right. Your home You're looking for awesome. a date. Yeah, <laughs> because, you know, I'm serious about this. And it's, it's odd for me. I thought about yeah. this, but I've gone back three or four times seeing if I can run into her. Just That's and, a lot. And, it's you know, if something does work out, it's going to be a funny story down yeah. the road. You like know. how long? In, let's be. say you have two can, or three dates with her. You're not going to tell her to date three or four. I wouldn't freak her out right away with, oh. hey, I've been trying to so, sort of stalk you. No, I'd make, this, I'd make this known to her right away. Oh, So okay. can I ask you a personal question? Yeah. Um, are, are you doing this really more for just, you know, your own confidence to, sh- to show you can actually do it? Um, or are you doing it to get the date? Two, yeah, two things. The confidence is one of them because I don't think I can do it. See, oh, that's good. I love that you're doing that? this. And the other thing is I do want to get another look at her to make sure the first impression look that I had was oh, right God. on. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I was all impressed until the second observation. <laughs> what do you, why do you think you can't do it? I'm, I've never Because I've never done it. Okay. I've never gone up to a stranger and said, hey, would you like to go out and have coffee or anything? You know? Okay. Now, granted, when I was drinking, I said a lot of things to strangers, but that's a completely different story. That was story. a different time and place, Sam, yeah. But what I do find, and this is really ridiculous and i got to stop, is that every time I go there to look for her at Home Depot, I'm winding up buying stuff. Yeah, sorry. Because <laughs> Home Depot is a guy's wonderland. I know. It is. And I, I never can't have too many flathead screwdrivers. I happen to be walking down the uh, power tool aisle, and my, my drill is acting up. Yeah. And so I started looking at the drills, and it's like, well, these aren't too bad of prices, I'm going to give me a new drill and some new bits. Because I've had okay. the, the one I have since I was married the first time. So it's like 20-something oh, yeah. years old. Time for that drill to be a, so, a new. You know, and I, and I also need a, a stud finder, which, <laughs> Murphy's you know, got one. I know. I've got one, and it constantly goes off every time it gets near me. Every yeah. time you put it in your pocket. And that, and that joke is laid down every time it gets I near me. And, and I thought of Murphy because I did go up to another very attractive worker at Home Depot, yeah. and I asked her where I can find the stud finders. And I really watched her face because I wanted to see if she had that. Here we go again. Look yeah, at her face. But no, she told me where to go find it, and I went and okay. found my stud finder. Okay, you know, coming up next, I want I want to help you with this. The stud not, finder? No, not oh. thinking you can do this. Of course you can. Will you let me help you? Sure. You know, I do suspect that someone is going to take Sam's joke and try that this week at a home improvement store. That's not Sam's joke. That's the oldest joke in the book. I know, but somebody's going to do the stud finder thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's going off constantly. Yeah, you do it every time you break out your stud finder. I know, but that's a joke for you. You know what I mean, Jody? That really is to make you laugh. Never gets old. I wonder if they've ever had to have somebody removed from Home Depot for that one. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, sir. You're going to have to step out. Yeah. You're creeping everybody out. (laughs) So, you know, Sam actually ran into somebody 
weeks ago. Uh, she was checking oh, you out. Cashier. Yeah. <laughs> you, you were hoping she was, she was checking out. Girl, yes. you were checking her out. Yeah, she's help, helping me out. Of the, she was a cashier, and I thought as I walked out, I mean, I should. She was cute. I should have asked her out. And you guys flirted. It was real. It was on. Yeah, it was a little flirting there. And I've been back a bunch of times, and I can't find her again. Okay, here's the deal. And you're saying that you want to try again, and once you find her, you are planning to ask her out, but you're so nervous. Or oh, you, yeah. What you just said a few minutes ago was that I've you don't think I've never cold called like that before. Right. You don't think you can do it because it's basically asking out a stranger. Right. <clears throat> I will say this. I just want to- Should I, want I use you the to, stud finder line? No. Yeah, probably not. Please don't. Please don't show the cheese yet. Don't show her your cheese yet. And don't get yourself in a you know, pickle where you're like, you cop out at the last minute and decide to rent the truck instead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to rent the truck. And I bought a bunch of lumber and I'm yeah. not building anything. <laughs> I just want to say this to you and for every man in that position of being nervous to ask a woman out, whether that's a kid on the plate, you know, like at school asking the, his crush out yeah. or you asking somebody out. Um, just from my perspective, I know it's hard and, and you're putting yourself out there and it's being vulnerable because I guess the big fear is that it's going to be a no. And then what do you do? You yeah. feel horrible. But as long as you do it in a very respectful, classy way and not a creepy way, it's a compliment. Mm-hmm. Women do love to be complimented and it's a compliment for someone to be interested well, see, to throw a compliment at a woman as long as it's not creeper town will make her day i'm not going to tell you what i would plan on saying sure, or would like to a- say but i've run through it in my head a bunch of times nice that there's going to be an out for her as well right. when i start this nice. because yeah if she is happens to be married and just doesn't wear a yeah. ring yeah she's seeing somebody yeah i don't want it to be creeper town right so remember you might just make her day even if she declines you uh, hey i got a new drill out the deal some Boom. new light bulbs that's sound advice jody thank you and i like the term creeper town never heard of that before <laughs> now but now it's a word yeah all right, best summer jobs for teenagers or, you know, best first job. And what was yours? 877-310-4675 to join us. Jody's uh, on this early. You know, you don't want to wait too late and last minute on this. No, nope. Taylor's your, working this summer. What's yours, Jessica? My summer job was actually working at the local pizza place. I heard Sam say that, and I was like, oh, that's funny because yeah. I grew up in a small town, and I guess not a whole lot of people were, you know, just like jumping to work at the pizza place. So, mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I ended up working there. Yeah. And. I was telling, I guess, uh, producer David, I guess he's the one who answered the phone, um, that uh, I left a couple of times. I went to go work at the Wendy's because my friend worked there and they offered me 10 cents more an hour, but then I ended (laughs) up coming back. And um, I ended up working at that Domino's all the way through college. And that's actually where I ended up meeting my husband. Yeah. Wait, he was a customer? No, uh, he was another driver. I went from being an insider answering the phones when I first started when I was 16. Right. And then by the time I was 18, they were like, hey, you want to drive for us? You can make tips and, you know, you you do a little bit better off. And I said, sure, why not? And my husband was actually one of the other drivers. I like it. And now do you, can you not, this is the last question and it's weird, I know, but you work at a pizza place and you drive around and you got pizza in the car all the time. Is the smell of pizza not a good thing for you? <laughs> no, I still love pizza. Yeah. Yes. I think we eat pizza like every week now. Yeah. You would Nothing think can after kill like that. Six years of working there that you would get right. sick of it, but right. we don't. Nope. Excellent. Good to know. Good to know, Jessica.
Thanks for the call. It, it, Sam definitely never gets tired of pizza. I no, know that. I don't. But, you know, the insider information there would be nice as far as the pizza place. Like, you know, if, if insider, they, what do you, uh, you know, mean? how many pepperoni they put on the pizza, you know, how many toppings you put. How I'm you sure they'd the- let you come watch or you could probably get a job today on the weekends if you had oh, to know. Yeah. <laughs> you had to know. You just don't want to ruin like it didn't happen for Jessica. You just don't want to ruin your pizza loving experience because you never. love pizza. Never. If you overdo something like that. It might hurt your love of it well no. i've heard of people who work in restaurants and there are certain types of food that they sure. just get tired of for a while because they're around it so much right but you know when you stop working there i guess eventually yeah. you yeah. it bounces back right all right best summer jobs for teenagers or your first job we love these idea starters you know for kids who are listening 877-310-4675 keep yours now, coming no i'm hungry for pizza sorry <laughs> So what are the best summer jobs for teenagers or what was your first job? 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Beth? Good, good. Um, I wanted to, because, Joe, you were talking about Taylor going to work this summer. And, yes. And then Murphy piped in to possibly, you know, responsibility. And I think that, <laughs> that yeah. absolutely. When my boys had a job, mm-hmm. um, what they had to do was they had to pick a charity organization, whether it be church, uh-huh. SPCA, something that they believed in, yes. and they had to come up with a budget, and they had to donate that much to that organization. Oh. Huh. Hmm. Now, I had I like that idea. <clears throat> um, what my first yes. thought was, I would love for her to be able to hang on to her money, so she I, mm-hmm. feels the benefit, you know, of it right away. That's saving. And gets hooked on hey making money i mean you can it's exciting when you get your first paycheck and you're like wow i earned this right there's a feeling yeah um i would advise like savings i would advise you know what i mean like you try to guide them yeah but they have to make some choices yeah but more importantly you know as much as much as we receive we have to give Mm -hmm. and and it was their choice and whether and here's the thing it doesn't have to be necessarily monetary um, it could be, you know, that they, um, like one year, he, my oldest, did um, pizza mm-hmm. for the AAU, you know what I mean? Just as a, nice. um, a pizza before one of their big games. Right. Huh. Um, so I left the decision up to them, mm-hmm. um, but I wanted them to budget, and I wanted them to have a goal, mm-hmm. and I wanted them to support their community. That's so lovely. Also, led led into constant conversation mm-hmm. about what was important to them. Gosh, man, you win! You win this week for the parent of the week around here. I didn't want them to get so loose with it that it all became about me, 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 me. Right? right. We need less of that in our our kids. Less me, 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 me. Right. More community for sure. Yep. Man, I love it, Beth. We're we're gonna have to we're gonna have to think about that for summer when mm-hmm. that comes around. We'll have to and we'll let you know. Yep. We'll share it here. <laughs> Oh, I know you guys. Well, I love you guys. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Beth. Beth. You're you sweet. Guys, my dad. Appreciate the call. What a great piece of you know. Seriously, mm-hmm. not just advice for our kids, but that's a great habit to get them in so early. I love that. <sighs> Big teaching opportunity. I'm just thinking about where and what. You know, eight seven seven three one zero four six seven five to let us know about the best summer jobs or first jobs for teenagers. You never miss a thing when you subscribe to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. That way you can always listen on your schedule. Mm-hmm. So easy to do. You get extras there, too, like after the show. That's Only right. Yeah, for podcast n- pass. N- new episodes every pass. day. Subscribe. Easy for you to say, Jody. <laughs> a podcast. A yes. yes. Okay. Um, because our oldest, Taylor, is going to be getting her first ever job soon, 
Um, we brought up this subject, and it's fascinating. Your first job or best summer jobs for teenagers. And when, you know, the phones are ringing, we miss a few. So we like to check in because you can always leave a voicemail. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. So let's check that now. Hi, my name is Kelly. I'm calling about first jobs. Um, my daughter's first job was at a local movie theater when she was around the same age. And she had a blast. She loved movies, so she got to see all the movies she wanted, got to cool. get her friends in free, yes. and it was the best thing for her. She continued to work through college, and at one point in time, we even told her she could quit, and we'd figure out how to pay everything, mm. but she told us that, no, that she needed to work because it kept her focused, and wow. if she had too much free time, she wouldn't do as well as she did in school, so... I think it's a great idea. No kidding. Thank you, Kelly. Cool, Thank you for Kelly. leaving the voicemail. Mm. I love that, too. We actually, Taylor did apply at a movie theater, but yeah. we've not heard back, and it's been a little while, so we're not going to wait. I never worked at a movie theater, but I would think movie theaters is right up a teen's alley. Yes. I mean, because you, yeah. you, you can watch the movies free. You got all the snacks you need. Yeah. You remember when I was in college and I worked at a video store? Yeah. I went Not home. the same thing. <laughs> I went home with any movie I wanted that night. Right. Wow. Unless they were brand new and we had to rent those out. Right. So uh, back in the day there, did you have to rewind those before you returned them? Yeah. Remember, it was be kind. Be kind. Yes. Rewind. Or I had to rewind them myself behind the counter when they were returned in that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's check one more, shall we? Hi. I'm Charnita. I wanted to let you know I didn't have a first summer job. I had a first winter weekend job. I worked at the zoo taking mm. care of the baby elephant there. Oh. I used to hose down her cage oh. and feed her and groom her. Oh, my gosh. And it was the best job I ever had. I was only 13, and mm. I thoroughly enjoyed it. No kidding. Love your show. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you for like the fun. voicemail. That oh. sounds like a blast, We're actually. all picturing Dumbo, but remember, baby elephants also have poop. Probably had to be right. cleaned. Well, thanks for bringing reality Thank back you. into it, Jody. Thank you, Jody. There's a dirty part of almost any job. Yeah. Just something for teenagers to mm-hmm. know. All right, let us know about your best summer jobs and first jobs. 877-310-4MSJ. Got more of your calls coming up on uh, first summer jobs. And, you know, just it's time to start thinking about that now. You know, before you know it, it's going to it's going to be here. I know it's and early, but that's when I start thinking about it now. I've learned like my lessons also, the hard way about camp and summer planning. You can't do them in late May. Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> and, you know, it, that reminded me of is even before I had my first job, I remember kind of hanging around in the environment that I wanted to work in and just, you know, volunteering. When I was really too young to work, but I wanted to do just odd jobs. And, and it was in media. It, they can call it grunt work if you want to, but you get a lot of really that. good right exposure, you know, of just hanging around. I'm not saying you should work for free. That's not what right. I mean. Right. You know what I mean? When you're starting out, it's getting some of that experience and making relationships and contacts are so important. So true. Also, if you jump into something that you think you're interested in and you're there a little while and you just observe, you might learn that it's not for you. Right. Yeah. And that's a good piece of information, too, because then you that's can just true. change direction. Yeah, right. early on. That's what you learn. 877-310-4675. We love to hear from you about your, um, you know, first jobs or great summer job ideas. Hey, Tom. Hey, Jody. Here's one from way back that people don't do anymore. <laughs> I was a golf caddy when I was 14. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> did you love it? Carrying. Oh, I did. Absolutely. I was outdoors all day long. Yeah. Got to meet uh, rich people at that time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was kind of interesting. 
what's what's the surprising takeaway? It was a matter of uh, being able to hobnob with individuals who you'd normally never get to talk with. Sure. It was good for networking and contacts and what have you. By the time I got to college, I already had some good contacts. Of course. See, yeah, any anything that you do, you get something from it. You definitely yep. get something. So cool. Oh, yeah. Golf caddy. Could make all of 10 bucks a day. <laughs> was, it, was it anything like the movie Caddyshack? Uh, in, at some times. <laughs> yeah, the guys... The guys at the shack were like that, yes. What's that book, Sam? Anyway. What's that book that you recommend for anybody who loves golf to read? Who's Your Caddy? Who's Your Caddy? You read that? No. Very funny book by uh, Rick Riley, who used to work at the Sports Illustrated. It's very good and funny. I'll have to look that one up. Thanks. Yeah, check it out, Tom. Look, thank you for calling. Appreciate you. Thank you. 877-310-4675. Keep those first jobs coming because I really kind of hope and think that this will spark the imagination of any yeah. teenager who's mm-hmm. looking to you know, start that sometime soon. So Laura called a little while ago asking about you know, crickets and the crickets we're having to buy for the bearded dragons and all that. And her experience, of course, is you go to the pet store and if you order 200 crickets, that's what you get. They're yeah. counting that precisely. If 200. they've got them. My trouble yeah. has been, man, I'm sorry, we're out of crickets today. So I'm like, oh, no. And we're about three months into managing these bearded dragons. And I, sometimes I wonder if we're really equipped to do this the right they way. Are. I feel so inexperienced. Here's the latest problem. You know, I mean, crickets, I, I've been ordering them in bulk because they're a little oh, less expensive that way. <laughs> the last time we ordered 500, actually... The 500 arrived. I had no problem. Remember I was telling you about the cricket dizzying thing? Yeah, make them dizzy. That, that worked like a charm, man. Spit I got them in them. a circle before you put them in the cricket keeper. And I, it, I actually, I put them in the refrigerator for about 10 minutes, too, which does slow them down also. Right. So Double I, whammy Murphy over here. I did not lose the first of 500 crickets. Victory! That's what I think, anyway. Mm-hmm. So I put them in the cricket keeper, and of course you have to give them the cricket food. See, this what blows me away is the fact that, okay, you're buying crickets to feed the bearded dragons, but then you have to buy food to feed the crickets who are feeding (laughs) the bearded dragons. It's a food chain. Yeah. Yeah, It's a food chain. You know what they call that? Gut loading. Gut loading. (laughs) For the crickets? Yeah. You need to gut load these crickets. Right. Do you mean feed them? Okay. Uh, Um, So so anyway, yeah, because I mean, they've got to... They've got to survive for one thing, right. which that is the latest problem that we're having. Of the 500, so yeah. um, probably somewhere around 100, I think, died. And it became, oh. became evident because the cricket keeper began to smell. First time since we've had the cricket keeper, it's been a problem. So, As the crickets get bigger and the beardies get bigger, the crickets are going to stink, even if they're yeah. alive and well and gut-loaded. So what we're, <laughs> what we're actually doing now is feeding more mealworms because they don't stink. Mealworms. This is great breakfast conversation. Yeah, I guess so, isn't it? Gut-loaded mealworms. The real good news here is, as they get older, they need less protein and more salad. Last night, we gave them mustard greens and carrots, and guess Ah. what? Yum, 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 yum. Yeah, and that is good news. Of course, the third alternative is the one we've not tried, which are the Dubia roaches. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah, Which I I inadvertently call them Dubai roaches, but that's not what they are. (laughs) Don't forget about the pinky mice. We could could buy little mice. That grosses me out so much. We're not doing that, though. Real mice? We haven't showed you that. That's for when they're big. I don't even know what our pinky mouse really is. You can Google it if you want to. I did. I did, unfortunately. It's disturbing. Sorry. (laughs) How many crickets have you gotten over the three months? Oh, I haven't done that math. Oh, I should go back and try to add it up. Uh, Now, now the number that stayed alive is going to be a little bit less than the total number we bought. 
because moms of the world are already thinking about summer plans because that's what moms do. That is what moms do. You're yeah, right. Yeah, um, talking about what, what are the best first jobs and best summer jobs for <clears> teenagers. <throat> In fact, today's After the Show podcast, we have got to go around the table because I just learned something about Sam I didn't know after all these years. What? His first job was? I was a security guard at uh, a, a nursing con- home. A nursing home construction site. Huh. How did we not know so that we'll before now? There. I thought it was you an know, offshore there's, oil There's rig. things you don't talk about, you know? <laughs> that's for the After the Show podcast today that oh, you can get goody. anytime. Um, 877-310-4MSJ to let us know about your first jobs. Hello, Robin. Yeah, I was calling about the summer job. Yes. My daughter has a summer job right Uh now that is dear and dear to Jody's heart and animal rescue. Yay. We knew, yeah, we knew the animal rescue vet before we got into animal rescue and we would go sit up there for hours and she would volunteer oh, in his office. Mm-hmm. Love it. Without pay all day long. Right. Eventually, he said, you know what? Let's just put you on the payroll. <laughs> wow. Sweet. So now she works in the back in the kennels. It is not an easy job, but no. she absolutely loves it. Good for her. How old is she again? She just turned 18. Yes. She started volunteering up there with him when she was 16. You get to do something that's your passion. And you learn about it early on. She'll learn what she does want to do and what she doesn't also want to do. She did. Um, when she started this job, she thought she wanted a million dogs. She's learned that one or two <laughs> is a good number. Yeah. Well, I need to take that lesson from her because it's crazy towns like Pet Zoot- Petopia at my house. Yes. We do rescue too, and I have um, two of my own dogs, mm-hmm. and then we are res- we have two rescues right now. So. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's continual. I will always do it my whole life. I always will. So is your daughter looking to like go to vet school or she's happy just doing what she's doing? She's actually happy doing what she's doing right now. Great. She um, actually fell in love with her instructor at Taekwondo and mm-hmm. her Taekwondo instructor went on to the police department. Oh. So now she's looking into law enforcement. Huh. Oh, cool. yes. And then she could somehow parlay that those together one day and work with canine uh, law enforcement she dogs. Does. She wants to be in the canine unit. They told her awesome. what she needs to do to get in it. You know, that's the thing I always tell any kid, but my I'm trying to tell our daughters this every day. There's no pressure to name what you're going to do now. Just start doing things and you will learn what's for you and what's not for you. Exactly. She's changed her mind a dozen times. But sure. But she's older. She's got her path. Thank you, Thank Robin. Thank you, Robin. Yeah, great to hear from you. 877-310-4675. Anytime you want to join us. Love hearing from you on Instagram or Facebook or in our mailbag. It's time for the producer's mailbag. David, what do we have today? Well, we're going to talk about this book, Nightingale, The Nightingale, Jody, which you uh, started and then you, you got out of it. A friend of mine and... gave me her copy. She loved it so much. I had more than one friend saying it's great. I never finished it because I just lost interest. I can't remember why I put it down. <clears throat> and then my cousin Crystal was highly recommending it the other day, so I picked it back up. Well, I was about to say, you might want to stick with it because Carrie wrote on her Facebook page saying that it was without a doubt one of the best books I have ever read, and right. I am a reader, so don't give wow. up, Jody. There mm-hmm. you go. That's yeah. a big endorsement for it. Yeah. The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna. And it is beautiful. Okay, here's one reason it hooked me. i just forgotten about this. The very first couple of pages is this old woman yeah and going up in her attic and opening up this trunk full of memories because her son is moving her out of her house mm-hmm. and she wants to take the trunk and then she starts to tell a story and she goes back to world war ii uh germany occupied france so it's it it, it is beautiful so i'm gonna have to finish it 
Gonna have to. No. Emily says, I just finished it. The audiobook is terrific. Such nice. a heartbreakingly beautiful book. Ah, uh, okay. So this is the one I was trying to read last night while I'm going to sleep, Murphy. How and, long did you last? Well, uh, to the third chapter. Yeah. Because honestly. Wow, you did well. I did well, but I, you know, everybody kept asking me questions and stuff, which is fine. Everybody's popping in, going, don't forget this. I have this tomorrow and this, that, and the other thing. So I just turned it, you know, closed it up. But we're definitely reading it, and it's new for you in the Not So Serious Book Club. Sam, if you could get spa services for 50% off. Is this a commercial? Yeah, no. that's what it feels like. It's if not. you could, though, would you do it knowing that the people who are working on you are in training? Yes. you 50% off because they're in training. Yes, I would. Uh, now, yeah. I've, I've known that they have... Um, I have a friend who owns a spa. That's hair, what I'm asking. Haircutting places. Haircutting yeah. places. Salon. They, salon, yeah. Uh, well, salon training schools where sure. you can go get your hair cut cheap right. or whatever, discounted. Okay. That one I've never done just because if... You know, the hair gets screwed up. It, it's got to grow back. You can always fix, go fix whereas, it Whereas, you but. know, spa services, you know, even if they don't do a great job on my feet, at least it's a okay. job. When I say spa service, you think massage. I'm talking about eyebrows being done. Oh. I'm talking about waxing. Oh, wow. Well, no. See, yeah. I don't go for the regular the professionals that can do waxing. That hurts. Uh-uh. Yeah, but you know, I mean, somebody in training, how are they going to learn otherwise? And you get a deal on it. Yeah, but may as well your try eyebrows, it. your yeah, hair. But there are a lot of, to me, that's worth, it's worth it. If they're interested enough and care enough to be going to school for it, they're probably going to do a great job. That's You're going to go? If, if, I don't get, if, I don't, if I don't go to that. To me, it's the service. It ha, it, it, I would definitely love to do it, but it depends on the service. Yeah, and I don't get that I done agree. anyway, getting the hair. So I'm not going to let anybody do it. Right. Certainly <laughs> somebody who's not done it a lot. Right. <laughs> Well, Murphy's think, up for it, it sounds yeah, like. Uh, to me, it's a value, Sam, so you're missing yeah, the opportunity. Okay. Go enjoy the value. Look at your eyebrows. Yeah, you could have them a little worked on. Oh, they look good. <laughs> hey, guys, we were talking about um, what guests notice when they come into your homes and, you know, tops of the list, make the smell. Smell. Your books and your art and, you know, the layout. I guess it takes a, sort of a, a designer-type mind you watch a lot of HGTV, you'll mentally rearrange somebody's furniture. Most people don't do that, but design-minded people do. Mm-hmm. Um, if they, if it needs it, if it's really obviously wrong that this sofa's here, you know. Well, are you thing. probably the first comparison you make is to your own home because that's what you're used to living in? Yeah, I don't know. I guess to me, I guess it is smell, smell and energy, <laughs> <laughs> smell and energy. You know, kind of just the feel. Yeah, that's what I mean when I say energy. They also say. And I want you to be honest about this. If you go into somebody's bathroom and you're a guest in the home, Uh-oh. do you do you sneak a peek in a cabinet or a drawer? Apparently, people do. It's like human nature to know. Um, the, to be honest, the only time I ever do that is if they have one of those cabinets over the uh, the toilet, right? You know, because while I'm there, oh, it's okay. just like, hey, let's oh, see, what, you know, you see it, and yeah, okay, yeah. Mm. See, I did that one time, and what was in there fell down into the toilet. <laughs> I don't ever do that anymore now. Right. Well, yes. yeah, you, I, I will tell you, you cured this. me of that too now. I'll tell you what's impossible yeah. for me to do. If I'm washing my hands at your sink and um, I see perfume there or lotion, it's impossible for me not to at least smell it. Oh. It's no, not mine. I don't do that. But I have to grab Ooh, a whiff mm-mm. of that. 